Faster Fluency Conversation Club podcast, The Benefits of Community Learning. Hey, everybody, Christina here, and I hope that you are having a lovely 2023, that January is a good month for you, and that you are starting off everything in a very positive way. Uh, Today, I'm here with Linda, and Linda, how are you doing? I'm all right. Um, Awesome. I, I had some time off. I relaxed. And so it's it's difficult to get going again. It's yeah. Uh, to, to sort of like get back into the swing of things. Exactly. Uh, yeah. yeah. No, um, I agree. I, I would like a whole month of vacation, but that's just not realistic. So <laughs> wouldn't, I'll, wouldn't, I'll, wouldn't we all? <laughs> I'll wait for August and I will take my month then like a like a normal French person, there you like get American. Exactly. <laughs> Who's like, I'm going to take three hours of vacation. And you're like, that's not a vacation. That's a break. But anyway, right. So yeah, exactly. trying trying to get back into the swing of things and, and get back into the rhythm. Um, yeah. And actually that that's kind of interesting because it does kind of make a nice transition into the topic of today, which is um, the benefits of community learning. Um, and I always feel like, you know, when you're with other people and they kind of you know, uh, lift you up that mm-hmm. helps, helps to add, like helps you to get back into the swing of things. So yeah, yeah. that's a, that's a good transition. Um, yeah. like, I guess maybe the first thing that we can do is to actually define, like, what do we mean when we say community learning? Um, I don't know. How would you define that? How would I define it? I, f- yeah. I, f- I feel like you might define it better than I would. Um, <laughs> we'll get yours but- and then mine. <laughs> <laughs> um, when when you said uh, when you said that this was the title um, community learning, I imagined that it was just the fact that you don't know what you don't know, mm. right? right? So as as I'm talking and I'm in a group, maybe somebody will ask a question that I didn't even know to ask. Mm. So being in that community can actually create an environment where they might ask something or I might learn something that I didn't even know I wanted mm. to learn. And so I think that from my experience, that's that's been as the teacher and also as a student mm-hmm. learning in a larger group, that has been an advantage when the group actually participates. Mm-hmm. If it's just yeah. the teacher talking at the group, it's yeah. not the same experience. But when the group is really learning together and it's really a community, mm-hmm. right, then yeah. you're all helping each other learn things and asking questions and seeing things in a different way. Mm, so mm-hmm. My definition was not very concise. <laughs> so perhaps okay. you have a better one. <laughs> um, okay. Let's see if we want a concise definition, maybe I would say that it is um, learning together with people in your peer group, plus probably some kind of teacher, coach, moderator, mentor, you know, some, some person who has maybe a a higher level of knowledge, Mm -hmm. um, or experience, um, plus a larger group of people who are, I would say, you know, kind of at the same level or they're there to Mm -hmm. learn the same thing. And so they're all working together to go forward with whatever the subject is. Um, I guess I would say that's what I, how I would define community. Much more concise than mine. Good job. (laughs) Good job. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Oh, you're, you're, you are very welcome. I'm uh, on top of this. Um, yeah. So I would say it's that. And so I guess, um, you know, f- from your experience, either as a teacher or a student in various programs, um, what, what do you, for you, what do you feel like are the benefits of community learning? Um, well, I have so much I could talk about. So you might have to, again, re- 
help me help me practice mm-hmm. some restraint mm-hmm. okay <laughs> no worries <laughs> um so um as as a student yeah. um i i have found that when people have a good debate and mm. they ask questions and we talk about like the details and really get down to the the nitty gritty mm. like you really get down into the details yeah um, that that those debates are really rich yeah um and so when i was going to school for marketing psychology and sociology when when we would really have those deep debates about um you know the research the methodology mm. things like that it was super interesting because sometimes people would see things in a different way than you would see it. And like, even it's been really interesting now that I've been doing FFCC Mm. more than a year. Right. Right. Yeah. Sometimes like people know that they can approach me with a question and Mm. be happy that they feel comfortable with that. Yeah. And so sometimes we end up staying an extra five minutes after because someone will say, Hey, Linda, I, I wrote down something. Can you explain it to me? Right. And the group will have, they'll end up having this debate. Yeah. About, like what they thought something meant and the nuance mm. of it. And I really like these discussions because it kind of speaks to my heart a little bit because yeah. I really like that thing where you don't know what you don't know. And mm. if you thought you understood something or in context, you thought it was something. Um, and so I guess I really like that it can become a discussion and a mm. debate and you can learn from others yeah. and really learn something that maybe you didn't even know you wanted to know. Mm. I think that's super interesting. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. It, it's like, um, you know, a lot of the training programs I've taken have been, you know, like group programs. Um, mm-hmm. I've done, you know, training programs on, uh, yeah, of course, neurolanguage coaching and copywriting and um, business and, and like just all kinds of different topics. And there is very often um, a very strong group element, if not if the, I mean, sometimes the program is only group elements or whatever. Um, and one of the really good things, like you said, is you learn from the questions that the other people ask, um, things that you wouldn't think of, or you might see how someone is doing something. Um, and you're like, oh, I like, I like that way of doing something. Let me try that. Um, and, and then I think also it's like, you can ask questions, that might not be directly related to the the topic of the program that you're taking. Mm-hmm. Um, you might want to, you might ask for, I don't know, a suggestion of like a, a resource or um, maybe something more like your personal life. I like, Hey, does anybody, I don't know, does anybody know a babysitter in Paris or something like that? Um, and so you, you really get like that group dynamic um, that helps you to learn the topic of the program, but also can help you, in a lot of other aspects of your professional and even personal life. And mm-hmm. so it just gives like a lot of extra value that you wouldn't get if it was just like you and a teacher, which there's different value to that format. Yeah. But I would say there's not one that's better than the other. It's just a different approach for different reasons and different benefits. So, yeah. I, I agree with that 100%. And I think it kind of just depends what your objectives are yeah, and also where you're at and mm-hmm. what you need. Um, so um, we we touched on it when when we were making the plan for for today, and I wanted yeah. to explain to you. Mm. Um, so after having the FFC uh, FFCC experience, mm-hmm. too many letters. I got to get my mouth. Too many letters. Right? Okay, <laughs> FFCC. So after doing that and seeing how 
how well that mm. format works mm. for people and how how much progress the mm. students are making. Um, I actually decided to change the way that I teach at the business school because right, well. of working with you. Oh wow, that's like wow! I like I I'm I'm very very touched by that. I would say <laughs> like so oh so so very very good um example of community learning through work. I, I you know for like different yeah. a different type of community learning like learning together it through do through working together actually yeah no that's really yeah. awesome. So what I realized, so um, perhaps not everyone knows me, but hmm. uh, so just to to explain, I am an American teaching in France. So I live hmm. in France and all of my students here in, in Besançon, the city I'm living in, uh, they grew up in France. Hmm. They've learned through the French system, which um, I love France, but it's not always... Um, <sighs> The most pedagogically forward-thinking yes. yes, system, exactly. let's say, right? And and so I found that a lot of my students really um, have have a problem with um, I don't know they 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 don't feel safe they don't feel comfortable mm. taking chances and perhaps making mistakes and so I decided to have a topic so for the mm. business school if it was HR or if it's marketing um, you know we talk about influencer marketing or. Right. We talk about um, hiring practices in HR and should you look at social media profiles before hiring someone Mm. and and have like a debate where they would get into small groups and then have a chat. And then I would do exactly like we do. And I'd go around to each group. Yeah. I'd listen and anonymously tell them what they can do and what they can change. Mm. And they've really done well with this and found Mm. it to be less invasive. And then they're learning from the vocabulary that other people are talking about. And so- I adapted basically what we do in FFCC and made it into a lesson in the business school and the students really awesome. like it and they've, they've done well with it. Oh, good. Yeah, yeah. I think, yeah. And I think like that format, it does take the pressure off of like the individual, like, you know, they're not, they don't feel like they're in a spotlight or on the spot or yep. that they've got to perform or any, it's like, Hey, I'm going to do what I can do and then I'm going to learn from it. And yeah. that's, that's how you learn. So, and- yeah. And it makes it, it gives them permission to make mistakes as well. Yeah. 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 I think that, and I think that's, that's how you learn is through making mistakes and, you know, you can make mistakes and you can learn from others mistakes. And that's one of the things that's great about community learning. So, yeah. Awesome. All right. Well, thank you very much, Linda. And of course, um, as always, or not as, as always, as of something we're starting in January 2023. Um, If you want to listen to some explanations of some of the key vocabulary from this episode, um, you can check out the vocabulary episode um, where Linda and I are going to go through and define some of the key vocabulary expressions and some of the nuances of using them. So stay tuned and catch that vocabulary episode It'll be the next one in your podcast player. All right. Thank you, Linda. Yep. Okay. That's that one. Um, okay. Just one second. Let me send a message to yeah. Julie and be like. We'll try uh, to be quick. I, yes. Sorry. I got excited when I was talking about how I've adapted like, the FFCC. Uh, I know. That's that's so awesome. That's so awesome. Um, so da, da, da. hi, Julie. Sometimes it just turns into a normal conversation, but otherwise it's good. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Up. Uh, Let's see, we're running a bit. Uh, 
Okay. Okay. Sorry. Oh, that's I'm done. trying to be quick. Yes. So. No, we'll be good. Uh, Okie dokie. Sounds good. So let's go into, this is the vocabulary episode and I need to make a note um, just to remind Zenobi to cut. Okay. Episode in two. Okay. All right. Here we go. What's the episode? Vocabulary benefits of community learning. Okay. Faster Fluency Conversation Club podcast, the benefits of community learning, the vocabulary edition. All right, guys, this is Christina, and we are back with the vocabulary from the conversation that Linda and I had about the benefits of community learning. So I'm back with Linda. Linda, are you still Hello doing? again? Hello I was going to say hello again, right? Are you doing okay <laughs> since, you know, five minutes ago? Um, right. So we're going to jump right in and we're going to um, define and maybe give a little, maybe give a few insights um, about some of the vocabulary um, that you guys heard in this podcast or in the conversation of this podcast. Um, so Linda, I, I'll ask you to talk for a while because I've been talking for a while. Um, do you want to just read fine. out the list of vocabulary that we're going sure. to talk about so people know what's coming up? Sure. First, we have community learning. Second, peer group. Uh, the third one is get back into the swing of things. So get back into the swing of things. Lift you up is the next one. All right. Then one, two, three, four, five. Get down into the nitty gritty or uh, get into the nitty gritty. Um, and then last one, forward thinking. Okay. Sounds good. So yeah, we've got six expressions to go through today. Of course, you'll find these expressions in the transcript. They're highlighted for you so you can find them easily. And of course, um, in your vocabulary cards, if you are a member of the Faster Fluency Conversation Club. All right. So let's see. First one, community learning. I know we defined that in the conversation, um, you, but let's this, maybe this is you because is I'm not, I'm not concise enough for this one. <laughs> oh, um, maybe let's see. I'll try to remember what I said. Community <laughs> learning. Um, I believe it was basically, uh, learning together with members of your peer group generally, mm -hmm. and also generally with some, um, leader, teacher, mentor, coach, some sort of person who is more of an expert in the field, the topic of the, the program, and then basically a bunch of other people who are there to learn. Um, I'd say that's, you know, learning with a community of people, yeah. basically. I, I do like the fact that you said peer group. So if we talk about mm. peer group, it's like, that's especially important. And, and if if people are listening to this uh, mm. second, um, if, even when I'm in the at, at the business at the business school, I try mm -hmm. to put them into groups based on their level, right? So that they don't get frustrated that they're mm. too advanced or you know. So mm. uh, yeah, and I mean we we kind of try to do the same thing with uh, FFCC to make sure that mm. you know people are at a certain level and that they can really have a good conversation. So mm. right. Um, peer group, meaning people that are um, on the same level or like-minded or uh, could potentially even be age groups or things like that, depending on if it's something else. So, hmm. Yeah. Maybe it's like pe basically people that have some characteristic in common, like some 
and as related to their learning, let's say. So, you know, a peer yes. group might not be like all the people with blonde hair, um, but no. it might be people with all of, you know, people who are learning English for the same reason or people who have a yes. similar level or maybe people who are learning English and who are in the same industry because they'll Correct. be. Those would also be peers. Yeah, exactly. But it's, I, I simply just wanted to to point out that, like, for example, you and I are basically the same age. So mm. it would be we would be in the yeah. same peer group if we were talking about uh, demographics and age, yes. things like that. Exactly. Um, uh, I am not a millionaire, so other millionaires would not be my peers. <laughs> not right? today. So not like- yet. But one day, one day. <laughs> next year maybe just, just you know as an example right, right. so yes but if, if we go back to just talking about peers uh as as it relates to language then mm. it would probably be level um yeah that, that you would try to stay around you know if you're mm. beginner stay with beginners uh, intermediate with intermediate or mm. advanced with advanced um just to make sure that you're um able to help each other and, yeah. and that it's not just one direction like you're the teacher and the other person's the student so exactly. that everyone is the teacher and everyone's the student. Exactly. Yeah. I think that's a good definition. Um, okay. What about get back into the swing of things? How would you define right. this one? Um, so um, the way I was talking about it, I was slow to to get back into full action, right? Mm. Um, so I have normal things I need to do and um, work and and I just was hard, having trouble getting motivated. Right. So, um, a good definition. I'm really not feeling concise today. Bad <laughs> what about? I mean, you, hey, that's everybody has those days when you're on and days when you're off, and I think that's totally normal. Maybe I would say it's like to get back into the swing of things. It's like to um, find your normal rhythm. Oh, I like normal that. routines again. Like um, and that was. Yeah. yeah, I'd say me last week get trying to recover from jet lag. Um, it was the just yeah. the worst week in terms of rhythm and routine. And I was like, this is such a catastrophic week. Um, but now I feel like this week I am getting back into the swing of things. So yeah. That's kind of where I feel. So uh it's been a year and a half since I taught at the university and today mm. was my first back first day back at the university. Mm. And I could just feel that I was like, who, what I need to do, what's next? <laughs> And I just, where am I? What do I do? Yeah. Um, <laughs> right. And so I think that that's just kind of going into uh, the rest of today. Like I yeah. just feel just a little bit off. Exactly. Like, and that yeah. is normal. So, yeah. You talked about rhythm. I think that's a great way to put it. Like it mm. just doesn't feel easy and smooth and fluid. Uh, yeah. It doesn't feel comfortable yet. So mm. it will. It will. It will. But you have to get back into the swing of things. Yep. Yeah. Um, what about, let's say, lift you up? I could define this one. Um, I would say this is basically that idea of people who are there to help and to support you um, as you are trying to reach your goal, I would say. Yeah. And I just get a song stuck in my head. I'm sure you can imagine which which of the many songs. He lifts me up. <laughs> he lifts me up. Uh, <laughs> I don't know that song. You, you have to, um, you have oh, to send it to me. <laughs> I may Maybe Christina went, the other Christina. It's, it's a Christian song. He, he lifts oh, me up. Okay. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, Interesting. It lifts you up. So yeah. And it it is very often used in like that, like in a religious type of context, not exclusively. Um, So it's like, like, I think even um, on the cards that we send to new students, it says something like surround, surround yourself with people who lift you up. 
um, because it's like surround yourself with people who will help you to reach that goal and to like achieve things and not people who will bring you down. That that also goes back to the same old peer group thing, right? Mm, So, I mean, we, we have some people that are perhaps intermediate advanced Mm. and some other people that are just intermediate. And so the people who have a little bit more experience and or more vocabulary are sharing that, that with them and they're lifting them up to their level. Mm. Um, So, yeah, yeah, I mean, I think that's a good one. Yeah. What about, so get into the nitty gritty or get down into the nitty gritty, which is basically the same expression. So I, I am someone who loves details. I like being in the details. Mm. Um, uh, I am a detail oriented person. And so I think that when you're talking about the nitty gritty, Mm -hmm. that is, you're really getting into the details. Yeah. I, I don't know where nitty gritty comes from. Um, I don't know, actually. Um, it may be, uh, you know, getting dirty because grit, grit is something where you're um, kind of dirty. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like getting um, your hands dirty. It, like you're really getting into the, yeah, the mess, I would say. There's also, and I don't remember the word, what the word is. It doesn't yeah. really matter. But in English, we have a lot of expressions that have like this rhyming thing where like mm. nitty gritty. Yeah. Uh, easy peasy easy peasy yeah, yeah exactly and so I think that that's part of it as well that yeah is, I was gonna say n- nitty by itself I don't think there's this I'm, I'm like I would never use that by itself so I think it's just like it's nitty. just an expression that's put yeah. together for the for the I sound agree. of it yeah I agree gritty yeah um all right and the last expression we have is forward thinking um and here I would just maybe describe this one as um yeah, so some something where where people when they imagine something or they design something, it's very, um, I would say, advanced, modern, um, up to date, innovative. Exactly. Um, we could talk about like we talked about a forward thinking education system. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we could th- talk about a forward thinking company who has maybe very innovative ideas. Um, forward, think- yeah. Sometimes this can go hand in hand with open-minded as well, so that oh. you're you're thinking about what the newest things are and what what advancements are are going to you know keep you in the past versus mm-hmm. moving you forward and and how you can uh, yeah stay open to possibilities. I think that that kind of goes hand in hand goes, with yeah. forward thinking. I agree. I agree. Right. Okay. Great. So that was your expressions from this podcast on the benefits of community learning. Just a recap of the expressions, community learning, peer group, get back into the swing of things, lift you up, get into the nitty gritty or get down into the nitty gritty and forward thinking. And that's it. All right. Well, thank you very much, Linda. Thanks for having me. It was a pleasure and I will talk to you soon. All right. Sounds good.